Welcome back, friends and fellow adventurers, to a milestone episode here for Campaign 1, the 50th episode. Fitting that we release this episode on Halloween as we introduce a new companion in this episode. If you enjoy our show, please consider joining our Patreon to get access to episodes only released to our Patreon members and access to interact with the crew of Cocked, a real play RPG podcast. Without further delay, let's resume with the party as they're returning from gaining possession of the last piece of Avenium they were searching for. They chased a brome through the caves and into the Dalmont Bog, and came back through the caves. The party is exiting the cave system north of Avorgos, near the campsite they left Alfred and Julian at. You guys are headed through the caves. Um, when you emerge, it is um, dusk. The sun is setting. Um, it is the 30th day of Eliant. For some of you who um, have kept track of the dates, which I would think probably Braca is one of the ones that would probably keep track of dates, you know that tomorrow is the first of Marpanoth, or the Leaf Fall. So that is typically when the leaves begin to change and fall off trees and all that. Mm. Yep. Agar's least happy time of the year. That's where we will resume. You guys are walking out of the caves. The, it's dusk. The sun is setting. And you're probably about, say, five, ten minutes from camp at this point if you guys want to have a conversation. Or you can shoot straight to camp. Well, I think Agar can keep walking, but I think you guys have probably noticed the entire way Agar probably didn't say more than a couple words. He's pretty quiet. He's not happy with everything that's transpired and the fact that Ibron did get away, you know. You know, he just kind of feels maybe partially responsible or you know, he's got a lot of feelings right now. I'd say the same for Katie. She's pretty quiet just because of everything that we've been through so far is finally to kind of weighing on her and the fact that you know we had to fight a friend and Raka got brutally hurt (laughs) she's just very in in her own world right now Raka is mumbling to himself like he always does for the most part Raka's fine (laughs) Raka's great he got healed right he's like just another day I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't forget, he also flooded a mine shaft. Oh, yeah, completely collapsed it. Swung around like an iguana for like three yeah. hours. Yeah, you know what happens. <laughs> um, I, drink, are... I drink like 10 gallons of murky water. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What are uh, all your passive perceptions, real quick? Um, Ten. I think we should have that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 10, 13. I'm okay. pretty sure you have 18. 19. 19? 19. It, went, it went up. Oh. Just wanted to update my notes that I have just taken. Oh. In my <laughs> nice cool. nice new spiral. Oh, shit. That, uh, you know, we, we got with our names on the front. Yep. That was a very nice <laughs> So, you guys are approaching camp. You guys continued on. Um, kind of. This whole trip has kind of been solemn and a little bit 
more quiet. I think what you guys have been through um, just in the last couple of days alone is probably some of the uh, darkest things your characters have really been through um, to this point. But, um, but you guys make it back to camp. Um, I guess along the way, Raka, just the attempt to break the silence, will just say to just out in the open, so what's what's next? I mean, I would assume we still need more of the Lavinium. So, I suppose. I, I honestly, I'm not, I can't really think about too much of what's to happen now. I'm, I don't I can't get out of my own head, so. Well, we need to get this one to... Alfred. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I, I don't remember how many are left. I think just one more. After it, we've... I mean, I, I would assume Alfred can do his same magical location thingy that he's been doing with all the other ones. So, kind of guide us in the direction. Yeah. I don't know what we should do about Julianne, though. I mean, I don't know how to get her home if she wants to go home. So, I mean, and having two dragons follow us, if that's going to be a thing, will be kind of... I don't know. Uh, maybe Alfred has thoughts on how he can contact his people to send her back sooner than he would return. I, I, I don't know. We should probably ask her, though. I don't think she's had a lot of capability of making decisions for herself in a very long time. So yeah. I don't want to just throw her oh, no. somewhere else she doesn't know. Right. Home probably won't even be the same. I don't if she remembers home, so I don't know where she would go. As the conversation continues, either Final Fakers in front or in back, I, oh, he's in front. He's going to see him kind of speeding up to try to distance <laughs> himself from the. You're like, let's go. He just he just doesn't. And it's nothing. <laughs> he's not trying to be mean. He just doesn't want to talk right, right now. His yeah. head is just flooded right now. So, yeah. and as you guys are kind of having this conversation and approaching camp, Katie, go ahead and make a history check real quick. Jesus, Morgan. God, I have a negative one to history. <laughs> uh, ten. Ten? Okay. Yeah. As the group is find, uh, weaving their way through the, the forest after exiting the cave, Katie, with a, a ten on your history, you can place the voice, figure out who it is, without them saying their name at the end, but they do anyways. But you hear, Kadera, we need to meet soon. Where are you now? Are the others safe? Please respond. Others from Tanea are worried. Again, be safe. Ringed flame. I'm fine. No. <laughs> she does. <laughs> um. And my response is limited to twenty five, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's safe. A lot has happened. We're outside the Golden Fang Forest in a cave. Come meet our dragon. (laughs) I hope all is well. 
Thank you. <laughs> nice. With two words left, I was waiting for the Laura Bailey. I was waiting for you pooping. I nailed it. I wasn't that creative. No, that was I'll, good. I'll, that was good. No, you, you, you got it. You got those 25 down. As you guys begin to approach camp, it is kind of near the edge of the Golden Thing Forest where you can still, where you guys had set up camp, you guys could still walk out and kind of see Avor- the city of Avorgos. You do notice there's not as much movement as that night that you guys had stayed and kind of overwatched the town. Even though it is dusk, there was still some movement mm-hmm. as the sun was going down and it seems uh, less busy. Okay. You do remember that the goblins had said that the hobgoblins were the ones that typically occupied and went in and out of the town at night. Okay. Then you guys um, continue on back to camp. Right. <clears throat> you get back to camp, and as you look out at the area that you had set up, it's not easy to find where the hole was. It uh, is pretty well covered. You guys did a great job of covering it up. So you know where it is. But... Well, Agar did a good job of covering it up. He's the one who got the trees and everything. But there, uh, there's no fire going. There's no signs that um, Alfred or Julian had come out of that cave that they dug. So we do find it, though. Make an uh-huh. investigation check. Oh, wow. Okay. To find the hole. Uh, that's not gonna do it, um, Katie. Apparently, you guys, you guys not... don't have to make an investigation check. You knew where it was. You guys, you I guys helped three. cover it. Well, yeah. Katie's looking around at the campfire. Is there any light or anything? Or there's no fire. Anything. There's no fire there's or anything. Fire. They they haven't come out. They... It's not completely dark yet, though. Nope. Right? It's no. dusk, so, so it's where going. The down. campfire was. Agar, mm-hmm. as he just walks to the camp, is gonna cast uh, create bonfire. Okay. So and that gives me good size bonfire. Erupts from where it's it was. It's a one, so it's still just three. <laughs> Katie's in her own mind. She's just going to sit next to the bonfire. What would Brock and Agar like to do? Uh, Brock will just sit down next to Katie and just jot down stuff in his notebook. Just about the stuff that just happened and everything. Um, hold on, let me see. I guess Agar would approach where we left Alfred and Julian. Like, is the brush and soul all... Yep, it's all still there. It it doesn't look like it's been messed with. Move it out of the way. uh, Alfred, Julian, are you here? Here's here. No. It's Agard. Why don't you come back up to camp? Hey, Agard. And then you can hear the... As Alfred starts pounding up. And then you can hear kind of lighter footfalls behind him. Yeah. Then Agard's going to go to the... Um, and as that noise starts, since you have such a high passive perception, mm-hmm. make make an actual perception check. Actual perception. Okay. That is an eighteen. For a moment, you thought you heard like rustling and like the brush, but then as Alfred's coming out, you kind of write it off as. Alfred was probably messing with some of the, the brush that you had moved off the top of the hole. As he came out, he just kind of stepped on it. Okay. And that was kind of what you heard. So right. you continue on, and um, you guys head over to the campfire with uh, Katie and Braca. 
while this takes place, there's a, a couple minutes while Agard's getting them. Do you guys want to have a conversation by the bonfire, or are you guys just kind of sitting in silence? I was going to, yeah. Okay. Um, as Braca is just jotting down notes and everything about what happened, um, he's just going <clears> to, <throat> without like looking at Katie or anything, just like kind of saying like a calm tone in uh, Draconic. I know the these past few days have been tough on you. I don't know how I could help, but if you need anything, I mean, you're a friend of mine, and I would like to think I'm a friend of yours, so if you need anything, let me know. I appreciate that. Um, uh, I do want to tell you, just in case uh, we get company later, but um, on, on the way here... Ring Flamed actually contacted me. Do you remember her? The tabaxi? Yeah, from... Port Savorsa. Yeah. Um... <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, she contacted me, and I... She's meaning to meet with me. I'm, I'm not sure what about, but... I did let her know where we are. Um, so she could be, she could be coming at some point, I don't know, just so that you're aware. Okay. Other than that, I, I don't know. It's been a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... If you're not kind of used to this sort of thing, it can be overwhelming. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think I guess I would experience this much in such a short amount of time from you know, leaving home. Yeah. So it's um I'm not sure I guess how to it's an experience. Process everything, yeah. Um you know. Yeah. Never well. hurt anybody before and now, I feel like we've hurt a lot of people, and, yeah. and now a drone is gone haywire, or crazy. I don't, I don't really know. Um, so I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I feel like part of growing up is doing anything and everything for the people you care about, even if sometimes that can mean hurting others. So, yeah. I'm good. I mean, I don't enjoy hurting others, but if anybody steps towards you or Agard, I'm not going to hesitate to do what I need to. Yeah, I, I, I'm learning that, um, especially with all this stuff that's come about. So, I can understand that. It's just, I guess, if, I don't know how to. I don't know how to feel about it yet, and how to process it, I guess. I mean, it's a new thing, and I feel like it's a new thing for Agard as well, so it's not something that's easy to process. It's not something that should be easy to process to begin with. I mean, taking life or hurting others should never be incredibly easy. You you seem to to do okay with it. I haven't really seen you struggle too much. Yeah. 
I mean, there were some things I had to do. Well, for me, I guess for me it was a while ago. Ugh few years ago or some things I had to do that involved hurting people quite a lot um, because I had to stop them from hurting others. With your so, friends? Well, no, it's just they were a virus or parasite upon the world and I saw fit to get rid of them in a way I mean I haven't told you or Agar this but the clan of the Black Moon I know who they are how, how do you know who they are just kind of plays into what I just mentioned just the things that I had to do in the past um, hurting people so that others wouldn't get hurt. I... The Clan of the Black Moon were... Well, let me go back further. Um, in the Winthane Mountains, that's where I'm from, um, that was a tribe there um, called Unagi's Chosen, and I was born into the tribe. And they were... Brutal is a easy term to label them um they worshipped a a god that was okay with murder and inspired it and because of that the tribe was okay with it and I didn't see the point in their values because they hurt people for no reason and the plan of the black moon approached them one day and essentially told them, join us or die, and promised my people bounds of things. Whether whether they were true or not, my tribe wasn't exactly in a point to refuse, or at a point to refuse, so my tribe leader um, very easily decided to join their faction, and they were already sowing misery in Manassas and I had a plan that took a few years to enact um, but at the end of it the my tribe Unagi's Chosen was exterminated and to my knowledge I'm the only one who remains I just had to do a bunch of horrible things for it to happen. I had to poison the animals, the water supply, to make sure that my tribe didn't notice that it was me. And it took a few years for it to fully take effect, but it eventually did. So I guess that's why I'm so comfortable with this sort of thing. I have no right to not be comfortable with it because of what I've done. From what it sounds like, Baka, it sounds like you you did what you had to to make sure that the world would be a little bit of a better place. All of you go ahead and make a perception check right now. <clears throat> Not bad. 16. 
All, all of this is in Draconic, by the way, not yeah. in common. So um, you, you can hear footsteps approaching from where the um, tunnel was, mm. and you can hear the... Oh, shit, we have dragons in Alfred walking <laughs> back over Draconic? to... speak Draconic? So um, Agard is walking up at this point, and um, Alfred and Julian are not far behind. Um, I'll just say, like, at the tail end of it, um, if you want to talk about it later, just ask. I mean, yeah. you're the only one I feel comfortable sharing this knowledge with. Well, besides Arpit, um, my... I won't, I won't bring it up in front of others, and we can talk about it later. I, I appreciate you opening up and helping me try to, to figure this out on this new experience, I guess, that I'm, I'm going through, but I do appreciate your, your friendship, Brock. I, I really do. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know that. Now Brock will give Katie a hug at the end of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! Oh, my God! <laughs> Hagar not hearing any of this, but knowing that he was somehow just verbally betrayed. <laughs> <laughs> Now knows that the hug that Rocket roll, gave roll, him roll means insight. nothing. <laughs> Absolutely, roll, roll an insight. And just like that, Katie's healed. <laughs> no, no. You think Brock still loves you? No, no, I don't. What do you mean still? There's that. nothing changed. No, no, the only person that. I would share this with is with you, or you don't your, know that, or your pimp. Is that you what you said? I'd always share with you or my pimp. So as that conversation wraps up, um, roll roll another insight uh, with advantage as with you're advantage. as you're walking towards the yes. fire. Yep. Well, that's either eleven or a dirty twenty. Okay. You feel, and and you, and you haven't felt this way before. Like you, you felt like you've been being watched, but. Now all of a sudden you feel like there's eyes on you. Like something or someone's watching you as you approach the campfire and you kind of start to look around and you take note and you can see Alfred is his jovial self kind Mm -hmm. of walking over to lay down near the fire and Julian is very reserved kind of walking over and doing the same thing. But just something you can't you can't explain it can't really Mm -hmm. define it but something just feels off. Do I have a a feeling of what direction I'm feeling like it might be coming in. Can I do like an insight on that or something? Or? At this point, no. But okay. make it, I would say that feeling that you do kind of like start to look around. So make either an investigation well, or perception check. What he's wanting to around. do is be very discreet how he's looking around though. Like he doesn't turn around and start going, you know, like. Okay. <laughs> so roll a, somebody's. let's do it this way. Roll a stealth check to see how good he is at Ooh. disguising okay. how he's you. looking around. And then we'll do either perception or investigation, whichever one's higher for you. Okay. You said, what would you say? I'm sorry, what was the first one? First one, stealth. Stealth. To see how well he looks around sneakily. That's a 21. <laughs> you, nobody will know that you're looking around like you think somebody's there. So, Matter of fact, what I, what Agar would like to do is, I'm not far from the fire, right? Mm-mm. Um, even though it's create bonfire, it doesn't need wood. 
he's going to turn back to everybody and say, I- I'm going to gather more wood so we don't lose the, the fire. And then he's going to start kind of going around and see if he can, you know, pick up on okay. anything. Make, uh, make a either perception or investigation, whichever one's higher. Oh, perception. Had a feeling with your 19. Dirty 20. Dirty 20? Yeah. As you're kind of going and acting like you're getting firewood, you do hear a familiar sound that you thought you heard mm-hmm. when you guys were coming out of the um, tunnel that Alfred and them had dug, and you just wrote it off as Alfred. Right. But you hear another branch move, and it's not like from the wind. It's You can hear almost like a crack, like something pushed it a little too far or okay. leaned against it too far. You know the direction it's in, uh-huh. and you feel like it's about 15 to 20 feet oh. off to your right. But you don't you don't see anything. You just heard the noise. Yeah, I, I know. Hagar's in a weird spot right now. It's a terrasse. Yeah. It's a very plan. stealthy terrasse. Uh. <laughs> Willem's about to... Wait, what happened? I missed it. What happened? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it's really just. We'll tell you in a minute. My own intelligence oh. just lacking tonight. <laughs> so I have a general idea where I think this is happening. Yes, you do. Agard is going to look. How far am I away from the bonfire at this point? Um, you're probably about, I'd say, 25 feet away. You okay. kind of had walked to the edge of the clearing. Agard is going to not turn away from the direction he's facing, but he's going to speak over his shoulder. Everyone, we are not alone. Oh. And then turn back and face whatever he believes is. Katie will stand up and turn towards the direction. Rock is going to grab his acid. Mm-hmm. And then, and then he, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, whoever you are, step out slowly. And Jenna, how would Juniper respond here? June is going to step out from behind the tree. How? That's very important. Brock is going to throw ass She's going to have, way. no, she's going to step out from behind the tree. She's going to have both hands. In front of her chest, just raised a little bit, showing, like, I don't have anything in my hand. I'm not armed. Slowly, she just made one step. She's Mm -hmm. not making any movement toward the party. And she just says, hello, my name is June. I've been following you for a little while, just because I was headed in the same direction, it seems. Noticed what was happening, but wanted to stand back and see how... Make sure nothing nothing was going to come at me. I don't know what this big guy is. And can I roll an insight? Because she doesn't know what... And that's what I want to roll insight yep, on. You guys her. can both roll okay. dueling insights on each other. Brock is just saying to himself, what direction are you going? It's a 19. 18. Plus 2. So... What is what is Agard feeling right now? Because I don't I don't want to. Oh, he's put his emotions. His emotions like, are turning into pissed okay. because someone is following, following them. 
listening in on them that's not part of their group calling us friends and he's already lost a friend today and so he's very on edge and then and june has no has never seen somebody like him before so does she know so i I think um i think you'd feel like what she said was genuine okay based on that okay um step out slowly what weapons do you have on you? I have various weapons in my line of work. Which is? I'm a procurement specialist. So a thief. And all of a sudden, Hagard <coughs> hears procurement and his eyes roll back in the back of his head because he has no idea what that word means. <laughs> so. I get things for people. And Why? I just have those. Yep. And so... Um, you need me to list them, or can you take my word as I have nothing in my hands currently? I need you to put your weapons on the ground in front of you. This could take okay, a while. Okay, well, <laughs> this will take a while. So she starts unsheathing. And you see the whole time, Edgar has one hand just kind of mm-hmm. drawn back as he's talking to you. Absolutely. She starts unsheathing daggers. Rapier up her hip. As this is taking place, you two heard Agard say, We're not alone. <clears throat> and you can hear that conversation kind of take place in muffled voices speaking back to Agard. Are you guys getting up from the bonfire and approaching? What would you guys like to do? What would Bracca and Katie do? Uh, I, w- I would walk towards um, Agard, but did I hear the conversation of what she said? You would hear uh, a little bit or of it. Or I could do the Make insight a, on it as well. Because I would um, roll in case I could. Yeah, you, I, I would say you guys can make an insight as you guys are walking up listening it's to this 19. conversation. Okay. Yeah, you feel like she's being genuine? Uh, Brock, Brock is going <clears> to <throat> say where he is. He trusts Katie and Agar that they can take care of it if anything happens. I can say, what's Alfred and Julian doing? Um, Alfred was on the other side of the fire, so mm-hmm. once you said that, his head kind of perked up, mm-hmm. and Julian kind of inched further, almost like behind him, mm-hmm. to like kind of take cover. Gotcha. <clears throat> okay. Makes sense. A guard. I don't. I don't think she's a threat, um, but we can maybe ask some questions about why. Why were you following us? Well, I wasn't the whole time. I happened to be going this way toward the bog. I was sent here by a friend who told me that there were some Is oh, Brocco listening casters. to this? Or, mm-hmm. or staying? He's, he's at the, the bonfire just writing stuff down. And okay. he's, like, he's like semi-listening. Okay. So, I was told there were some casters that were headed this way and I was to come and meet them. I wasn't given any names or I didn't realize there would be another party here. I, so I ended up staying back a little to make sure I wasn't running into any trouble. And that's why I followed you for just a moment and listened in to make sure I knew what was happening. You seem to be the party that these casters are coming to meet. Oh, 
Um, Agard, um, I, I, I didn't have a chance to tell you this. Uh, I, but I, I, sorry. Uh, you said what was your name? It's June. June. Okay. Uh, one, one moment, and she'll turn to Agard. Um, I, <laughs> I didn't mention on the way to camp. Um, we were all in our own thoughts, and um, I, I was. You remember Ring Flame? Um, from from Port Savorsi. Yeah. Um, she she contacted me and. How? Um, um, you know, the, the mind thought thing. Um, <laughs> she can send messages into your... Yeah, so she, um, she wants to meet with me. She has some important information. Um, and is, are you, do you know who Ring Flamed is? I don't. Okay. So I did, I wasn't given a name. Connected, but... It could be coincidental, but she seems like she's genuine, so maybe we should just, you know, ask her some more information. I have done nothing but ask her to reveal herself, Mm -hmm. so... I just don't think she has to show all her weapons. I don't think you're a threat. Are you? Are you going to hurt us? I just can't deal with one more thing tonight. (laughs) I have no intention of hurting you. I can be a threat when I am threatened. But I am not a threat otherwise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I understand. No, Igor, no. Uh, Igor is just standing there at this point. We, I'm assuming I, I you're like not, statue-like, I do, though. Yeah, I, I, I do not get a bad feeling from this person. We do not know her. I'm not saying she has to leave. I just yeah, would I mean. rather her not be armed mm-hmm. until maybe we get to know her a little bit better. And if she means us no harm, that should not be a problem for her. <clears throat> and as you finish that sentence, you just hear, Agard, uh, is everything okay? I believe so, Alfred. Thank you. Oh, okay. He kind of puts his head back down by the fire. June, if you would like. Again, <laughs> I would prefer if you leave your weapons where they are at this point. You can join us at the fire, or we can learn why you are here. And... I'm, I'm happy to take them, put them by this tree here, as long as I can retrieve them. After I've answered questions to your satisfaction. I think that is, that is okay with me, Katie. That's, I'm fine with that. Okay, she keeps going. She's taking off a sling around her <laughs> neck. She has a crossbow. And go ahead and describe like the actual physical features of June Wait, as well that we're sitting Welcome, here. Jenna! <laughs> Can we do that first? Oh my gosh! I mean, it's not that big Hello. a deal. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, husband. Yeah, go, go ahead and do your, do your intro okay. and your character okay. description. Hello there. I'm Jenna Groves, and I will be playing June Longhollow. She's a stout halfling, arcane trickster rogue. Oh, I love it. June is three feet four inches tall, with fair skin, gray eyes, and a massive tangle of red hair. She grew up in the mining hills of Coalstone, among a halfling and dwarvish community just north of the Windthane Mountains. 
She now resides in the city of Tanea. June wears darker colored traveling clothes with a cloak and hood to keep her hair out of her face. She has on purple fingerless gloves and wears a small silver pendant on a chain around her neck. She also has multiple weapons and tools hidden on her person, which she is now removing. (laughs) Fun fact, her full name is Juniper, but only her parents can get away with calling her that. (laughs) There will be problems otherwise. That includes the DM. (laughs) Apparently, yeah. (laughs) Welcome, Jenna. Thank you. So, um, June, well... Agard and Katie escort June over to the fire, mm-hmm. and you guys um, sit down. Braca, as they kind of come out of the edge of the woods, you see another figure walking with them that is similar to your height. Oh, just slightly 20. taller. Oh, just, just so much taller. <laughs> so like much taller. It's half, it's like right? Dane DeVito, yeah. Marvel Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, six, yeah. There you go. Sixteen more inches. Yeah, there you go. She just nods her head. At you, Brock kind of motions. Oh, sorry. Brock will just like do the same. Agar just kind of motions with his hand to a place for you to sit around the campfire. The bottom. Okay. She's going to sit down. She says, ask away. Uh, first, I was going to bring this up before. It's been some time since we've all eaten. Yeah. Um Stop it. And he, uh, Agard cast Goodberry. <laughs> oh my god. I hate it. I hate and I tonight knew already. I going to do it. <laughs> I didn't tell you I was going to do it. No, I, I just know. knew. Oh, no. I know you. She's your wife. Know. Remember. <laughs> and I get seven. <gasps> oh, yay. No. Sparkles, sparkles. <laughs> you guys all are sitting down. You all eat a good berry, so you're sustained for the next Terrible. 24 hours because you guys are getting She's ready good. to take a long rest. <laughs> yes. So. Tomorrow you won't need food either until it uh, comes nighttime. Um, but Braca is going to jump up from the bonfire and just walk over to Alfred and um, grab the cloth and pull out the crystal. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Duh. Alfred's going to be like, oh. I hey, assume you would hey, want this, right? So you're seeing Sure. This. And he gets his bag out and opens it and he's like, go, go ahead. Wait, real, real quick. And he's going to, hmm. well. I, like as big as him, so he's gonna have to put it on oh, the ground and like true. right. Drag he it like out. picks it up with two hands. Yeah, <laughs> um, and he's just gonna um, ask Julian, "Do you recognize this crystal at all?" Julian looks at you and she says, um, "I haven't had much time to really study what the different stones were, but that I mean, my family, I know we oversaw certain stones. I just don't know." You don't remember the Which color ones? of the stones? Um, I mean, we learned about all the different ones. There's green, um, orange, blue, purple. There's a there's a bunch of different colors, but when it comes to what that one is, I, I don't I couldn't say that I'm aware. Okay, no problem. Neil just um hand it to Alfred or dropped in his bag or whatever. And as you you know, you bring it over there, Alfred will pick it up with his two claws and drop it in the bag, but he's like, Well, um, Braca, this is this is purple vivinium. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I didn't. Well, you asked Julian. I just well, uh, I was confused. She's, <clears throat> she's lived underground for all her life, so I didn't know if she if this would spark some sort of memory or not. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you forgot. Sorry. He kind of puts his bag back away, 
and kind of nestles in by the fire again and sets his head down. How's your wound? And he'll just look at Alfred's shoulder. So as you look at the, the wound on Alfred's shoulder, it has started to heal. And you do see where, like, scales would cover it. There's no scale over that area. It's starting to heal over and there's just kind of flesh and almost like that, what is it, uh, scar tissue is forming. Okay. It's healing, but it's not healed right. yet. Okay. Rock will then just look at Julian and just say, are you doing okay? Feeling any better since you're above ground? She's going to kind of nod. It's been an adjustment. I know Alfred and I had a, a conversation and he and you can see Alfred kind of like turns and looks back at her like, what? She's like, he he seems to trust your group. So, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful you got me out, but obviously you know, living how I lived for a while I don't necessarily trust easily. I don't expect you to. I know I'd like to get back to the, the Fae and, and get back to the Feywild. And Alfred was telling me about his friend Polyphony, who hopefully can help do that. I wish you luck with that. I can't help you. I don't know how realm travel works, but I hope you are able to find a home eventually. Thank you. And then Brock will just walk back to the campfire. Okay. And they're, they're only like 10, 15 feet from the campfire. They're not far. And they both kind of like lay back down. And Alfred kind of lays down. And then Julian kind of walks to another area and lays down. But you can see she kind of starts to get some of that brush that was by where the, um, the cave was that they had dug. And starts to make almost like a little bed out of it to lay on. Right. A little bit softer than the ground. Mm. So, June, yeah. explain to it again. You said you were someone who finds things yes what is it you're looking for well I am looking for a book actually what type of book I'm not really sure I've been told that it's a very powerful book I don't question a lot of what I'm going after, just how, and so I, I just know I'm I'm looking for a book. I was told that it might be with some hags. Oh, and you see Agard's face do you, change. Do you know you them? I, I have not run into them. We have, and they are quite powerful. Unfortunately, there was a fourth member of our group, not Alfred and. Julian have a recent additions to our group, but for the three of us, there was a fourth who was recently changed or turned or something by the hags. We are leaving this, an encounter with him just earlier today. So I'm sorry to hear that. I'm glad to know how they really are. I have not encountered them yet, so I will make sure that I'm prepared in case I come across them. I would not recommend coming across them on your own. Noted. How is Agard facing? Is he, like, 
sitting around the campfire where he can see like Alfred and Julian or are his back to I them? think he would have sat next to June. He wants to be close in case, you know, something were to, to happen. <laughs> she just kind of keeps it, looking it, up you, at him can like you, can you mark a demerit in your notebook, please? <laughs> Um, no, he just wants to be. Cl- I mean, he's not right naked, but he's you know he's basically kind of turned more towards her than he is the the bonfire. Okay, and, and, and speaking to her. So, would you be able to see Alfred, or is it more like how would you have positioned? Because you kind of invited her into camp and had her yeah. sit down and showed her where to sit. I would sit. say I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would say I, I feel from what I you had said before. I feel like Alfred's probably more to his left than. Okay. Then, then she is. So no, right now I wouldn't say okay. I'm to see Alfred. She's just. Do you mind? Then she holds up a hand. Do you mind if I tie my hair back? She holds up a. Agar looks quizzically over at Katie, like with the hell. I don't have hair. <laughs> no, 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 no. But just like a quizzical, like, oh, why like... is she asking? To, I mean, sure. Um, I'm, I'm. You seem to be the one who wants to make sure I'm not armed, so I didn't want to reach back into my hair. Do you tie your hair back with a sword? No. We're probably okay. Okay. <laughs> she goes, starts braiding her hair behind her. No set of movements! No. I cast Moonbeam! <laughs> She's okay. just looking at you because she doesn't know. It's, so. just, it's weird. No, absolutely. I just, I just and like she that. understands that you out of the group are wearing it first, so she just wants to... Make sure she's Should I make letting some you know. calming tea for everybody? I know we, I just... we could have another Goodberry. Um, I would like some tea. You just see, as you look over, you see Alfred like perk up and pops his head up. Oh, I, I'll, I'll make some. Does, does everybody, would, would everybody like a glass? That will take some tea. Thank oh. you. And you, you, you just hear it kind of fades off as Alfred's like, Julian, you should have some tea. It is so good. And like their like their conversation like kind of fades off as you guys are. What can you give us the details of their conversation? They're just talking about the tea. But like what? It's the tea. About it, I know. But like, but can you like talk to each other? Yeah. About the tea. It's in draconic, so Agar can't understand it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dragons know that. <laughs> oh my god! Let it go. No, I brought it up. It's fine. So I guess continue on. Let's see what the. Agar is going to ask um, June, you know, um, so how long exactly were you following us? Were you in the tunnels with us? No. I was actually uh, in the Golden Fang Forest coming from Avorgos. So it has not been long at all. I, I just happened to be going towards the bog because that is where the casters were supposed to be. Um, I was given a general direction. I figured I would find them. As I got there, but I just saw you come out of the caves, and I stayed back in the tree line to make sure that I wasn't seen at first. So there, are, I must have missed this before. There are casters headed to the bog that we just left. I was told it was around this area, just right near the bog. The the Whoops. casters uh, you, that June would know they're headed to Avorgos. To okay. they're investigating oh, they the disappearances. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
So like an interception mm-hmm. type thing. Like okay. your your party had heard of that speaking with Ring Flame when she had mentioned that mm-hmm. they that Tanea was talking okay. about sending people. And and who is it that sent you? Um, it's actually my benefactor. His name is Tariq Arasul. I mean, that's not gonna mean anything to us. No. We were Raka. Mm-hmm. Make a history check. Okay, well, Brock is doing that. Um, I have everybody's name? calming tea, so I just pass it around. 22. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm sorry, what was your name? Oh, I'm I'm Katie. Nice to meet you, Katie. Nice to meet you, Julie. I am Agard. This is Braca. That is Alfred. Hi. That is Julian. Oh, dragon. Just be a little s- slower around Julianne. She, she was locked up for a little while, so we rescued her. Fascinating. Be slower around her. Just like not sudden movement. This you know? is Julianne. <laughs> <laughs> this has been wise. <laughs> so, so Braca, with your twenty-two on history, that name. As soon as you hear it, you kind of like. Tilt your head sideways for a moment, and then you remember hearing that name from Arpip. You remember he had talked about when he had to travel on a trip to Tanea, he had to speak to his friend Tariq. So that name was like, mm, pretty sure I've heard that from Arpip before. Okay. <laughs> He's like, good information to know. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much like, yeah, good to know. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, okay. Everybody takes a sip of their calming tea. And. Agar's going to do another. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Another insight as she's talking. Just to, okay, yeah, absolutely. Know. And then he decides not to. <laughs> <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Katie just wanted to make sure that whenever she was giving um, Julian the calming tea, that she was okay. Alfred did not waste any time. The moment that Katie gave him it, he just, like, it was gone. Um, go ahead. You want to talk to him? I was just waiting for you, yep, nope, sir. Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> hey. Um, uh, here's your calming tea, Julian. I hope you like it. Thank you. How are you doing? Are you doing okay? Um... It's different. Uh, I'm definitely enjoying not being restrained and being able to walk around, but the, um, I don't know, I've just, I've, I've never, never really remembered being in the woods, so it's been a while, but it's, it's nice. And, um, Alfred caught some lunch. We had, uh, we had some deer earlier, and... Yeah, so. Um, and you don't have to make a decision right now, but I just wanted to, we were kind of talking about what um, we would prefer, and we didn't know, you know, with us having to still go and find more Wobinium and provide it to Alfred. 
um, if you were wanting to come with us or if you want us to try and figure out a possibility of like getting you home, like where you're from. But I don't know if one of us would necessarily be able to go with you. So I don't know how you feel about that. But I just wanted to throw that out there so that way we can maybe think about it and that way we can just make sure to make sure you're, you're all right. As you as you're saying this, you notice that Alfred like starts to uneasily like kind of shift like side to side, like he's trying to find like a comfortable spot to lay down. If you want to roll an insight check into that? Go ahead. It's Alfred fetching feels. That's only a twelve. <laughs> you know what? Twelve. It, it's Alfred is not good at hiding his emotions. Um, so as he's like shifting, you notice that he's shifting as you start talking about, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Mm. We're not sure how to get you back there. And as you pick up on it, Alfred kind of looks at you and he just pulls out this like scroll. And he's like, um, I forgot to tell you guys that uh, Polyphony responded by sending a bird. And he just holds this like scroll out. June is just sitting there so, watching everything. Say scroll, since I'm I'm assuming I'm closest yeah. to Alfred. Yes. So I, I'll take this. Uh, Katie will take the scroll. Um. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you, Alfred. Um. What do you know when this came? Um. Probably like I don't know an hour or two before you guys oh, got okay. back. So, so not, yeah, yeah, it was today. Okay. Um. And Katie's just gonna go back over to the fire um, and hand the scroll over to Alfred. And Agard cast the spell to Agard. Wow, <laughs> I did it! Oh my gosh, no! Katie's gonna hand it to Agard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut just that part in there. There's going to be like, and Katie's going to hand it to Agar. And then it's going to yes. go back to normal, please. Yes. I like it. Um, Agar was the one that cast the spell to reach out to Polyphony, correct? Didn't you cast, like, speak with... You spoke with the tree. Beast yeah. and leaf to yes. speak with the tree yes. to try to... Yes, okay. Told the tree to tell the trees and told so, the bushes. Yep. Things. So the... Um, the, the scroll, the letter that comes is addressed to Agard, since he was the one that spoke to the tree. Um, and it just says, Agard, it's unnerving hearing that one of your party members didn't make it. I'm not sure what happened. I felt pretty good about the spell. I believed that you guys made it to where you should have been. But if he's missing... Let me know, and we can send out a search party um, in the, roughly in that general area. Okay. As you unroll the scroll, uh-huh. a stone uh-huh. that fits in the middle of your, your palm falls out. Yeah. And as you look at it, you've seen these stones before. They're typically used to cast sending, and you can communicate with somebody twice a day with it. It has, has, has a G.I. Joe on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it does only connect with one other one. 
So you can't okay. just be like, I'm going to use this to send to so-and-so. It only goes one way. So I'll get that and um, look at June and say, excuse me, June, for one moment. And stand up and walk away from the bonfire and ask hey, Katie and Brock, can you come with me quickly to discuss something? Mm-hmm. Sure. And we're going to get <clears throat> far enough away from the bonfire <laughs> that some people might not be able to hear. Right. Okay, okay so we get there. Um, so here's the note that... Um, Polyphony. Thank you. Jeez. Yep. Um, since, and she sent me this, I believe this is a sending stone that I can speak to her. Oh. So I wanted to talk to both of you. I mean, I think we should reach back. Is it a sending stone? Is it a certain amount of letters or two number words? Too? It is. It's it is. still 25. It is still 25. <clears throat> so obviously we have limited communications or ways to speak to her. Um, so, is, do you think what we should discuss, tell her that Ibron was somehow found by hags and corrupted and is now helping them with the bugbears in the bog? Right. And then also, we have found another fey dragon. So, what, what should we... I wanted to get your... I've not used one of these before, so I... <clears throat> Um, does Brocken know about the sending spell? You know about the stones. You know you just have to trace the symbol and it activates. Oh, yeah. Agar thought he had to swallow it. He just because <laughs> oh, because our our pip used those. <laughs> right. Okay. So he knows about the limited amount of words and everything. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um. So Brock will say, "Well, you only have twenty-five words, so you can't just spill out an entire statement." Um. Mention Ebron and the corruption, um, Julianne, and the Wolvinium. That we have one stone left. Mm. So, Ebron was corrupted by hags. We found another purple Wolvinium. We found a fey dragon named Julianne. And need help sending her home. If she wants it. Something like that. Okay. So, uh, Agar does the. Traces the symbol. Traces the symbol. She <laughs> fingers really... the stone. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Agar <laughs> traces the symbol on the stone. Ready to count. <laughs> Ebron corrupted by hags. Uh, what's the name? What's, uh, what's the name of the bog again? The Dalmont. Yeah, in Dalmont Bog. Found another fey dragon. Found. Next to last Lavinian stone. So eight. Okay. Eight words left. Dragon needs to go home. 
please send help. Perfect. Nice. Nice. <clears throat> so, it takes a moment, but you do hear back pretty quickly, and the two of you that are there, the sound comes out of the stone. It is only able to be heard for like five feet, but the three of you, as you're gathered around it, can hear, and you hear Polyphony's voice, and she says, apologies about your friend. Interesting, you found another dragon. I will be sending some people. They will come through the trees as I do. Peace out. I only had one word left in my account, but oh. you want to give me an extra. I wish I knew how long it would take for her help to get here. <laughs> I mean, two words probably would have summed it up. But that's because we don't know where we're going to be tomorrow. It's a fade thing. I assume we all need rest. Yeah. I should put out maybe this bonfire. Maybe we all spend the evening in the hole. winding hole that was dug. We can cover up the entrance again. This is to keep ourselves. Hey, June, you want to come sa- see our hole? <laughs> <laughs> you left out the descriptive word. You want to come see our winding hole? Oh, sorry. <laughs> so. Hey, guard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so j- just batten down the hatches for the night. I would say at this point it is dark. Like, the, yeah. it's not dusk anymore. The sun is down. The moon is up, and it is pretty dark. Yeah. You guys are in the middle of the forest, so. Agar is going to, I mean, are, are we all in an agreement that mm-hmm. just to Sorry. rest and then mm-hmm. maybe they'll show up before dawn or just hold up here for now? Agar is going on the way back to the bonfire, go by and grab June's weapons that she had laid outside and walk up and just hand them. Assume they all fit in Agar's hand. Absolutely. <laughs> and just hand them all back. Um, we feel as though we can trust you. I would suggest not doing anything to betray that trust. Understood. We have all had very hard a few days. We are planning to camp um, here for the night. It may sound strange, but we do have a rather large hole <laughs> that one of our dragon friends dug that I feel would be secure for us to sleep in tonight. But you can feel welcome to camp nearby if you would like, whatever is, is your preference, but... I feel like we'll all be down there until morning, and we may have help coming. We are not sure when they may get here, though. Thank you for the offer. I I would prefer to sleep in the tree line, as I like to be. I would like to stay on my own for the evening, but I will be right right close by. We'll also keep watch from this side of things. Understood. And then, um, is everyone ready to retire for the evening? Mm-hmm. Yes. Agard will drop concentration on bonfires, so it'll just go out. Um, and then 
head to the hole. <laughs> so that is where we will end this episode as the party is heading to the hole that was dug, kind of that cave, that hideout that you guys made. Um, we have introduced Jenna. June has joined the party. Um, We got a little background there. We found out a little background about Braca. At least Katie did. Um, Katie did. And we will... uh, (laughs) And and Katie got a hug. Yep. Um, And we will will end this episode here. So thank you everybody for tuning in and listening this week. And uh, don't forget to tune in next week to find out just what this party gets into. Bye. Love you. <laughs> so, Not as much as Brock or her. Wow. Agar tonight, oh. but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I would only tell you this, Katie. Okay. <laughs>
Okay. So. <clears throat> it's been some time since we've all eaten. Um, Stop it. And he, uh, Agar cast Goodberry. <laughs> oh my god. I hate it. I hate and tonight I knew already. I going to do it. <laughs> I didn't tell you I was going to do it. No, I Later. just knew. Oh, no. I know was, you. She's your wife. No. Remember. <laughs> and I get seven. <gasps> oh, yay. No. Sparkles, sparkles. <laughs> this is bad, isn't it? It's so it, bad. It is bad. Oh, okay. Well, so it, bad. You know what? It's 50-50 whether it's it bad is, or good. It is. Let's be honest. I, I, I got rations. I'm like, I'm <laughs> no, 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 no. No, hey, you're going to dishonor her, uh, our new team member here? <laughs> dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? Mulan. Mulan. Oh, I know. Yeah. The best Disney movie ever. It is. <gasps> All right. Well, I'm only taking one. Why don't you pick out which one? Oh, God. Can I, I have look to... at the colors beforehand? No. Yes. No. No. At... Alex changed it. He said, no, we cannot look at the colors beforehand. I'm sorry. That wasn't agreed it. upon or discussed. I right. cast it. So. Okay. I got one. You take the other one. Wow. I already have one right here. Man, I didn't want to throw up in my, you know. Right? <laughs> yeah. You thought you were going to pass yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll okay. probably pass so out and do that. Oh, no. Make it's sure you run your size. You <laughs> it's either, I think that's the either Tutti Fruity or Stinky Socks. Oh. Okay. Well, that's America. not too bad. Terrible. And I've okay got. Oh, which one did you get? Peach or Barf. This is what you get. God. Because damn. both are bad don't for you. I don't want liver and onions again. Yeah. I'm going to spit mine across the table. I hope it's peach. <laughs> just, uh, that direction. I hope it's peach. Oh, you, you pick. I'll take whatever one you don't want. Yeah, I don't like peach either. I know. It's bad either way for you. What's yours? I think that one is either buttered popcorn or rotten egg. <gasps> oh, oh no. That's I tragic. not happy <laughs> right tragic. now. I'm so happy right now. Oh my god, guys. The buttered popcorn is mm. delicious. Yeah, mm. but the other one is not. <laughs> it is. No, it is. Yeah. Buttered popcorn jelly beans are I delicious. I think this is tutti fruity or stinky socks, but there's not a whole lot of specks on it. Yeah. What is it? What does it look like? Oh, it's dark. Wow. Oh, that's a cappuccino or... a cappuccino or liver and onions? Oh, I would take that right, one too. Hey. Cheers, guys. Slaughter. Cheers. Yeah, that was Gaelic. That's dog shit. <laughs> That's awful, bro. Oh, that was stinky socks. That oh. was stinky socks. That was bad. Oh. I hate peach. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, eat it. I did eat it. This stinky socks. That's I could awful. tell right away. This, uh, I know. I, I, like, <laughs> That's I, like, awful. I like. I was like, nope. Uh-uh. This good swallowing it whole. Um, brought to you by Bean Boozled. It's been a while. We'll try to work it back in more often now. <laughs> Thank you, Bean Boozled. Man, I hate peach. <laughs> I hate you. I, I hate stinky socks. I cannot socks. believe that's what you got. But we're all feeling better because we're all sustained for the rest of the No, day. I threw mine up. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Katie threw up by the campfire. She just is grimacing as she's... <laughs> Trying to get it down. Our poor DM. He got oh. cold cheese. <laughs> what did you get? I got stinky socks. socks. They both got the same thing. Yeah. Like Mine wasn't terrible. I was, but I was hoping. It I was, was not like, the good one. Come on, Tutti Fruity. I was like, yeah. nope, nope. nope. It stuck in my teeth. Yeah, my oh. yeah, then you're gonna dig it out and like know. taste it again. <laughs> See, that's why. That's why I just leave it in my teeth spin and it around and like you know. crunch the hard shell off real quick and see what the flavor is, and then oh, if it's bad, more. Ugh. 
What'd you get? Uh, liver and onion. You did? Oh, I hate that. That she was got terrible. That one. Yeah, that's bad. I almost threw up to Sorry, that one anyway, before. I thought it was a good way to introduce you to it. Oh, my God. So, yeah. 